Real good. Drill good. Drill good. Real 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 good. Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to episode 40! Yes, the big 4-0 of Real Good Show. It's another edition of America's Best Worst Canadian Sports Podcast. An episode that promises to be really, really fast. Or <laughs> perhaps uh, extremely annoying, but then uh, we'll put it together on a magical cup run. Either one. Really take your pick on that front. Uh, but uh, it's an episode that's happening right now. I'm Justin Morissette, and with me, as always, is... Stefan Heck. John Cullen. And if any of our episodes have been any indication, this will not be fast at all. Yes, this will probably be more of a Maxime Lapierre than a Michael Grabner. Yes. It'll, it'll be put on waivers at trading training camp. <laughs> Yeah. Isn't that what happened be, to him? In, uh, Florida? in Florida. In Florida, yeah, yes. not with the Canucks. Yes. It'll be pesky and uh, and horrible. In French. But really good for like two months. Just caught lightning in a bottle. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Which hopefully we'll do, Hero, for the next... I'm your lightning in a bottle, baby. 80 to 90 minutes. Come, come, come on and spear my nuts. <laughs> That's what LaPierre did, right? He like speared guys in the nuts. Uh, He lost a lot of fights. I he was a detestable much. hockey player. Hated everything about him. Isn't he? We're talking about him like he's dead. I'm pretty sure he's still playing mm, right now. No. St. Louis? Oh, yeah. He, well, he was not St. Louis last, but I feel like he's not really playing I that think, much. Uh, yeah, I th- think he's maybe he's like a healthy is he healthy on st louis uh currently playing for hc lugano the nla so in a way he's a healthy scratch on st louis in that he is in switzerland (laughs) it's kind of like the same thing yeah Yeah, also is maxim lapierre the most french name of all time it's it's right up there it's got to be up there right guy carbono is pretty, pretty good pretty good yeah, Maxim Lapierre. Right, like it's just like it like detestably French. Guy Lafleur is pretty French. Yeah, Guy, but Guy Lafleur is like cool. Like, okay, that would be like the yeah. name in, of like the the like supposed cool guy in like a French textbook. Okay, yeah. underrated. Like, ah, je suis uh, Guy Lafleur. <laughs> is it I am Guy Lafleur? Underrated French name. Uh, or mid two thousands Columbus Blue Jackets enforcer. Jean-Luc Grandpierre. Oh, yeah, that's Oh, that's true. a pretty good well, one, Well, there too. was also, uh, what was it, JPL3 or whatever? Je- uh, uh, P- no, oh, the guy. PL3, Pierre-Luc Luke. Letourneau LeBlanc. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that was pretty yes. good, too. Yeah. On New Jersey, yeah. I believe. Yeah, yeah whose yeah. name bar stretched all the way down his arms, basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There's also Maxim Fortunis. Do you guys remember him? Yeah, for the Manitoba like an, Moose. Sounds more like an opera, though. He's, than like well, he's a, or like a, a Greek French. That's like a Greek superhero. He's like Quebec. I think his parents are from uh, Haiti, but I mean, okay. that's that's a French name. Technically, it's like a French like Roman gladiator name. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's yeah. still like such a badass name. And if he does something like silly or predictable or whatever, that's so classic him. You can just be like, oh, Fortunus. 
Uh, let's, let's get to the show. <laughs> yeah, we should get uh, good introduction, guys. We did great. Oh, we have some uh, some celebratory news this week, gentlemen. What are we celebrating? Uh, we're celebrating the end of caustic soda. So. Oh shit! Are we getting into that right away? Yeah. Well, so because I thought we sort of like liked them. I guess yeah. it, was, it was just based yeah. on like compared to uh, geeks versus nerds. I mean, I've never yeah. heard the show. Yeah, but I've heard it's good. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So to flash for those of you, uh, the West Ender is a paper uh, in Vancouver, uh, like a like an independent uh, weekly. Uh, newspaper that you'd get at like a coffee shop or a record yeah, store our, or something it's like, like that. It's one of our alt weeklies. Yeah, exactly. We That's the word I was looking for. And uh, so they had a they released their top charts. Number one was of course uh, stop podcasting stop podcasting yourself. yourself a, a, you know Vancouver best Legends Vancouver podcast for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Best Canadian podcast. Best but world this is, podcast. This was what the award was for. Yeah. So we're, it was yeah best Vancouver podcast. And so stop podcasting yourself. Of course, should win every time. But then we saw Caustic Soda was number, was number two. two. Geeks versus Nerds West Coast was number three. And given that we buried them, yeah, last we ended week. them right away. Well, they're back in a year. Supposedly, yeah, we'll see. yeah. I don't know that they'll ever get over that devastating masturbating Jack White own from last week. We should show. challenge That's them true. to like a street fight. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, it's going to be weird for them when the fight's not turn based. <laughs> nice, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, they're like, see, like I, I like real time strategy, but I can still appreciate that. Uh, yeah, like yeah. well, like because I I could just imagine them like punching you in the face and be like, it's your turn, now. and then be like, oh, it's your turn. You're like, yeah. oh, really? And then you just keep kicking the shit out of them. They're like, but it's our it's our turn. I've already lost fifty seven hit points or like whatever. I don't know. It's gonna be hard. To... I'm at critical damage. Yeah, exactly. They will be at critical damage. Uh, both. <laughs> from us and from critics damaging them because they're so fucking bad at what they do. Uh, <laughs> um, and then, yeah. And then caustic soda, um, obviously heard that we were coming after them next and, uh, just folded their tent, yeah. just said, we're done Threw up the surrender flag. Yeah. And, uh, after six years of podcasting, extended it. Well, obviously we're going to be doing this forever. Yeah. This will yeah. never end. No, exactly. None of us are going to have any level of success that would take <laughs> us away from doing this. I could, like, die. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd well, be, yeah. But we already I mean, said we would just keep, replace you with Chris. You keep oh, inviting true. people to murder you at soccer practice. Yeah, that's no, true. No, at, at the game. Game, uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> we talking about only practice? Game. Yeah. You're going to murder me at practice? <laughs> I'm here to talk about the game. It's the game that you go out there and die for, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah literally. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. good. <laughs> I'm so tired right now. I'm sorry. Uh, Get your shit together. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I just thought it would be nice to celebrate the fact that uh, it's an open field for for the next yep. time we have We're ready. these awards. Yep. We're ready, We're ready to come ready, second, baby. Yeah, to mobilize. Uh, I'm always ready to come second, John. <laughs> <laughs> it's called I'm, being a, uh, a kind and... I, you know, I don't even know where I'm going with this. <laughs> read more about D'Angelo Russell. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, that was the weird... Um, yeah, the sexual connotation there was never really going to be good Well, I mean, you knew what it... Yeah. yeah Everyone knew what it was. You yeah. Just, it was like when, you, yeah. when you come. Yeah, like but second. Like, but you're like, and you're like courteous. That's yeah. the word I was looking yeah. for. Yeah, exactly. Make sure that she... But what if it's an orgy? First like maybe there's like 16 then. people there and you come second. I didn't see, yeah, I didn't say like she real, finished first. You're going to oh, look like yeah. a real yeah. fool. I come so, twice. <laughs> <laughs> Well, 
I'm just I wanted to let the people know that next time uh, the West Ender does this poll, which will fucking be in what a year, eleven. I believe months? that's how. I believe that's a yearly poll. You know what we're gonna find yes. out about it is like a week after they release the results next year. Yeah, yeah. just like we did this year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. I mean, there is the, that other one coming up though, the Georgia Strait. Yeah, the Georgia yeah, Strait. So that's yeah, if you want to vote for us, I think that's an online vote. Yeah, I would imagine that like black tapes or something will probably sneak in ahead of us. Yeah, and that's fair, and they and they should. Yeah. But um, but like it's just when people that we don't respect come ahead of I us. I do like our instructions for our listeners. It's like, yeah, uh, you, can you vote for us for this George Strait thing? Like, it's it's probably online somewhere. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. Yeah, whatever. But Go don't, to the internet. Don't hesitate to also vote for these other people that are better than us also. Yeah, it's fine. If you if you like a Vancouver podcast that's better than us and we agree with you... That's fine. Uh, then, yeah. that, then that's fine. It's no problem. Yeah. Yeah, but... Uh, but Otherwise, uh, you know, get out of here. Absolutely. Uh, but uh, speaking of things to celebrate, we, we celebrate the death of our enemies, of course. Yeah. We always Actually, say. can I just say something? Uh, sure. We should get our listeners to vote for Geeks versus Nerds West Coast because then they'll feel really bad about shutting down for a year. <laughs> yeah, that would actually be even better. Like if they win the top <laughs> yeah. podcast and they're like, oh my God. chose the wrong time to shut we gotta, down. We got to start year. again. Uh, we're we're rebranding. Uh, we're now called uh, Assholes versus Critical Damage. <laughs> Vancouver edition. Uh, Hi, Lord Mooman. Mobilize the people. Oh, my God. (laughs) Have we ever actually listened to an episode? No, I just watched like a video of them announcing their own death. Okay, yeah. Yeah. That's enough. That's enough. Well, and then they, yeah, because it's not even a podcast. They just like, they recorded their like live live debate thing or whatever. cheating. Yeah, we do like an actual podcast. Yeah, Yeah. but that's like what a lot of podcasts are. Well, that's stupid. Yeah, it is stupid. I agree. I even worse than listening to the podcast, though, is like spending money to go watch that. Yeah, exactly. Be like, oh, is Incredible Hulk better than Iron Man? Yeah, except that it's not. Those those things are too related to each other. No, that's they exactly exist the within type the of same thing they, world. No, but that's exactly <laughs> the type of thing that they did. No, it'll be like it'll be the bad guy from Hellraiser versus like Odie from Garfield. Exactly. <laughs> yes. For the record, I'm going with the bad guy from Hellraiser. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, can I just also say Pinhead, something, Justin? Isn't that his name? I think so. Yeah. Um, I I thought you were wearing like a golf shirt with like the most fucked up collar in the world. Is that like a hoodie? Yeah. Yeah, it's a hoodie. Okay. Cause I, okay. It looks good. soft. It looks really comfy, it but I I, I thought like you had this like really like weird ass collar. No, it's a hood. Okay. Uh, I chose not to mention what you're wearing, Stefan. Well, no, I was I was waiting for you to mention <laughs> because, that. Because I'm pretty proud of it. Yeah, you look like you are um, building your custom computers in your garage in the 1980s. Yeah. yeah. Or I, I, I call myself a, a Soviet pedophile. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, you know, mid-90s, you're on the professional chess circuit. Yeah. You're a chess player. Yeah, exactly. As a profession. Or I'm like, uh, I'm someone that uh, Bruce Willis kills in Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The guy whose job it is to be on the computer and yeah. wire the money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You look like a guy who owns multiple scarves. I don't own it. Oh. Well, no, but I got them for free at like a hockey game. Is yeah, no, town? but no, but I'm saying like that's your look right oh, now. Okay, is like you look like a guy that would own like, multiple. Actually, no, 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 no. I do. Yeah, but, but I mean, no, but I got like, them all as yeah, they're no. like sports scarves. So yeah, like, no, I'm talking about like like, like a uh, scarf, scarf. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, I've, like, ne- I've never worn a scarf. Yeah, for no. the folks at home, Stefan is wearing a sweater right now that makes him look 
significantly older than he's he wearing is. a gray sweater that has ferns on it and then <laughs> aviator style glasses but they're not sunglasses they're just actual glasses and he also got a haircut recently i think no i didn't know oh, my hair's just slicked it you over. just need a mustache yeah. then you would yeah. look like uh like a very bad stockbroker in 1987 <laughs> yeah. i need the uh what are they? I was gonna call them uh, side belts, They're suspenders. <laughs> suspenders, yeah. Side, side belts. belts. That doesn't even make sense. Yeah, it's on your side. Well, but not really. Kind of. The suspenders. Well, don't if I go turn this way, side. this is my side, well, right? And I then mean, the, my side. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying, but it's not correct. I, I disagree. Okay. Yeah, I think well, last week we came here and we buried not only geeks versus nerds West Coast or Vancouver or whatever they're calling themselves this week. We also buried. Our Seat Geek sponsorship, but did. Easter was recent enough that I feel like it's <laughs> not entirely outdated to say some things have risen from the dead, including our Seat Geek sponsorship. Hey, this episode Seat Geek is dead. Long live Seat Geek. <laughs> that sounds like by... a tagline to like a Jesus action movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Some things won't stay buried for long. <laughs> <laughs> they thought he was dead. I mean, he wasn't buried. He was, they shoved him in a cave. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Didn't they roll a rock in front of him? Yeah. Or something? Yeah. It seems pretty lazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They didn't even bury him. They just they, there was a cave nearby. And they threw him. It's going like, to oh, take it's... more than a five hundred pound boulder to stop this man. Seeking presents <laughs> Jesus the Return. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> uh, but yes, the... I like it as like a. I, I like it more as not even the return, but as like a, a really like bad cheap franchise like jesus 14 like you weren't prepared the christening well, yeah <laughs> i always wonder exactly. we, we talked about the the middle the middle arm it would that be like the jack off arm yeah uh i mean he had the holes in his hands right you have to oh, think yeah. he tried at least once right <laughs> oh. like okay, you wow. would um i mean they use pretty big nails yeah right <laughs> yeah I'm not saying Jesus had a tiny penis. He had a big penis. Oh. I've uh, joked a lot I, yeah, before yeah. about how I'm going to hell, but now it's for sure. Now it's for sure. I just said I'm... maybe he tried it once. I didn't say like he did it all the I time. I mean, he probably did by accident. Just if like, I was I him, I was I, like I, scrubbing. Well, down yeah, there. exactly, right? Whoop! You have to imagine at least once or twice. Like if if it was me and I was like ascending to heaven. Because I think I, I think he did that at one point, didn't he? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not familiar <laughs> with the parable. That, that was the end of the Bible, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I would just yeah, be like... That's, <laughs> conclu- that's the conclusion. <laughs> anyway, uh, we have a sponsor. I think, that's the end of the, I think that's the end of the Bible. <laughs> Where Jesus ascends to heaven. And then it ends, because the main character's gone now. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's all the New Testament is, is just Jesus in heaven. He's yeah. just on the clouds. Yes. my understanding. But just like Jesus, our contract with SeatGeek <laughs> It might be over after this week. <laughs> after we thought it was gone, it, it did rise again. I hope they don't even listen. And, I <laughs> hope they just go by the rebates. Like, I hope they don't even actually listen. To the, like, really? Did these guys really go into this uh, with a bunch of <laughs> Jesus-related hey, humor? I think it's really cool, not just because they're going to continue to give us money for another two months. <laughs> But well, we don't know. <laughs> that is pretty cool. That's very presumptuous. <laughs> that is pretty cool. But don't too. they give us the money up front? But like, uh, yeah, you know, they 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 re- renewed with us because obviously it worked for them to sponsor. Well, us. I had a, a friend of mine uh, on on Beersalona FC, uh, a, a new teammate, Kevin. He listened to the show for the first time. He said his favorite part 
was the Seat Geek ad. Wow, which and that is was, that was, ridiculous. Uh, the, our first episode with Seat Geek as a sponsor, you said it was hilarious. So it took about 20 so. minutes. Maybe yeah. that should be our new thing. We yeah. should just be like a Mad Men type podcast <laughs> yeah. where we just talk about advertising for the new age. Yeah. Listen, are you out there afraid to talk about God? Don't be. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, we talked about Jesus fucking the holes in his hands and Seat Geek went through the roof. It's <laughs> part of our ad I didn't say he fucked it. I just said like it maybe it like you, went through well, once. It, you know, we everyone knew what you were saying. <laughs> no. What was I saying, Joe? No. That's what you were saying. You literally made the motion with your hand like this. Like you I was, was petting a dog. Oh, okay. On the ascension to heaven. Yes. Okay. Because your gotcha. dog's coming up with you, obviously. You can't leave it behind. Uh, but <laughs> that sounds like a show that you would need to buy a ticket to. The Ascension of Jesus of Heaven. And what's the best place to buy that ticket? <laughs> Seat Geek. <laughs> Their mobile app is free, and they have made it easier than ever to buy and sell sports and concert tickets. I've used it. John's used it. I have used it. We've all used it. I also got my rebate check in the mail, so we're not lying. This isn't like a uh, Publisher's House Weekly where they tell you they're going to give you money if you just buy a certain number of magazine subscriptions. They actually sent me the money. You know what you should do with that rebate? You should give it to me. Why? I don't know. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Or frame it. I was going to say frame it first and then Yeah. Yeah. Well, was, I don't need to frame it's not like commemorating anything. It's kind of a cool anything. thing though. Yeah. It's also sent to you using a stamps.com stamp. Yeah. So hopefully they will sponsor the program. Yeah, stamps.com if you're listening. Uh they listen to every podcast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're into it. Uh but uh of course if you want tickets to a sold out show or anything that you uh, are ha- looking to buy a ticket to on the secondary market, head on over to the SeatGeek app or SeatGeek.com because unlike the other guys, they don't sneak in any hidden fees at the end. The price you see from the beginning is the price you pay at the end. And uh, they, you know, there's all kinds of ways to find out whether you're getting the best deal. And uh, it's it's good. It's, it's great. Good. Yeah. Could I just say, it may be a secondary market, but it's a premier app. Yes. Absolutely. Very nice. Yeah. That's a great uh, Is thing. That, that should be their thing. We would also like to uh, 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 promote this disclaimer, uh, just so everyone knows, uh, SeatGeek is in no way affiliated with Geeks vs. Nerds West Coast. No. They share the word geek, but in no way are they affiliated. They're the good type of geeks. Yes. Yeah, they're the great yeah. types. Yeah, Hoarding all the seats. Yeah, exactly. And it is a ticket aggregator, so they're pulling tickets from all over the place and uh, putting them up uh, at the best deals. And uh, you can set an alert in case prices drop or tickets become available for something that they don't have tickets yeah, to if at the like time. if there's like a specific event you're looking for. Every ticket on SeatGeek is given a grade based on its value, so you can find uh, the most underpriced seats available at any given time. And Real Good Show listeners get a $20 rebate, like John said, that he just received in the mail. Damn right. A $20 rebate off of their first ticket purchase just by using the promo code REALGOOD. It's in our show name. At checkout. Enter Even promo you can't code fuck it up, dumb listener. REALGOOD. Go to the settings tab. Click add a promo code, type in real good, and uh, they will send you $20. I just saw, I was looking at some ticket prices all over the place. You could buy tickets if you're one of our California listeners, because uh, some of our California listeners were looking at tickets down there. Uh, there's tickets to the Anaheim Ducks versus the Winnipeg Jets for $21. You could go to see the Ducks play the Jets for $1. 
Perfect. So why wouldn't you? That's ya? about what that game is worth. Yeah, pretty much at this point <laughs> in the season. Promo code real good. SeatGeek. And uh, thank you, listeners, for uh, using that promo code because obviously – why else would they be coming back to continue this sponsorship? Well, they love the content, obviously. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Where else can you get such content as this? <laughs> I'm very content with, with uh, this content. This content. Nice. Well, SeatGeek is back to help the show again this week. But there are a few other ways that people can help the yes. program. Mm-hmm. You can head on over to the iTunes store and write a review for a segment that we call... Review, review. Two very enthusiastic thumbs up. Five stars. Is it pointed? This is awesome. The worst episode ever. This week's review comes to us from, uh, well, it's not even on our own show page. We do encourage you to head on over to iTunes and uh, give us a five-star review. Write something up about the show if you're so inclined. But uh, uh, one of our favorite listeners, a very dedicated listener, decided that he was going to help grease the wheels to renew our SeatGeek contract by heading on to the App Store and writing a review for that free SeatGeek app. This is from Yerky21, who writes, Real good app! I learned of the SeatGeek app due to promotion through the Real Good Show podcast. (laughs) And while I haven't yet had the opportunity to purchase tickets, I like what I see. The way SeatGeek (laughs) aggregates the different reseller possibilities, the same way that the Real Good Show guys aggregate humorous sports stories, is very convenient. The lack of added fees is a delight, a feeling sort of like when a new episode of one's favorite sports podcast pops up on iTunes. The variety of available tickets, from big-time concerts to minor league sports, reminds me of the variety you might find on an ostensibly sports-related podcast (laughs) that loves to veer off-topic. In sum, offering promo codes to podcasts with overlapping appeal is one real good strategy. 9.2 stars out of 5. Nice. Yes. Uh, it seemed like he was talking about our our podcast mostly. Yeah. Like even though it was fine, for the though. Seat Geek that's app. Okay. Yeah. Maybe we should, we got to get a crossover though. Now we need like a random Seat Geek user to write a review of our show. <laughs> Using like a bunch of SeatGeek inside jokes. Yeah. So if anybody at SeatGeek is listening to this, which I highly doubt they are, and you feel up to that challenge. Yeah. Do it up. Be like, whoa, (laughs) wow, what a podcast. The deal (laughs) score of this 99 deal score out of five stars. By all means. That's the only SeatGeek inside joke I could think of. That's a good one, though. Yeah. That's the best one. Yeah, absolutely. If I was to say what my favorite animal is it would be a ticket aggregator thank you yeah i think uh (laughs) i don't know what that's in reference to but it's a good joke i think there are a couple other people uh to thank this week because there's a few other ways you can help the program Mm -hmm. also yeah just we're Uh, just looking for help that's mostly what our podcast help us yes please Uh, help us you know uh you can head online and head on over to www.patreon.com slash real good show and donate to the cause if you would like to support this program because uh we do it every week we do it for you we do it because it's fun for us too but uh you know people seem to like it which is 
is why I felt a little bad that it took some time for last week's episode to come out in a, in a timely fashion. Which is a good episode, too. I mean, I can explain right now. I didn't think we were going to put out another episode in March. So I like exceeded our March bandwidth quota from our podcast hosting service. And so we recorded this on like the 28th. I had to wait a few days to be able to publish it. And then once those days had elapsed, I didn't have any time to edit it. Uh, partly because all the time that I put into the podcast has gotten me in trouble lately. Uh, <laughs> well, that's, but, you uh, know it's a great way to get in more trouble. Yeah, Talk about, about that trouble on the podcast. <laughs> Here we are. Well, someone wanted to know why I'm casually brought up uh, no, this is Breakup good. Breakdown last yep. week and you two didn't needle me about let's it. Let's go in-depth here. I'd yep. rather not. So let's bring up the Breakup Breakdown. Uh, <laughs> Just fuck. gotten in I the can't way. even say it. I was going to say more things, but you know what? The time I spent editing the program nice, so I has gotten it. in the way of uh, some things lately and, and that's it's been trouble. So that, uh, <laughs> people... Who choose to pay for it? Why are you talking about this? Because <laughs> these folks, the oh donators, my god, so they don't matter. The donors, they don't matter at all. Who cares? They pay me. They make me able to justify that time spent. I don't know if they pay you to like talk about this. On the show. <laughs> <laughs> but we do have some people to thank. We do. For donating to the show this week. Can, can we all thank them? Because there's we, like four we of them. We sure can, yeah. yes. Uh, thank you to Jacob Logan. Jacob Logan. Jacob, Contribution is greatly appreciated. Absolutely. Helping me uh, patch things up with my girlfriend. Thank Jesus you very much, Christ. Jacob, <laughs> Jacob Logan, uh, or your American name, Parker Wilkinson. Thank you, Jacob. Well, Jacob Logan's a pretty... Yeah. American. I know that was the joke, because oh, I okay. always give the... Right, the... Yeah. Yeah, Asian, like a, the Asian yeah. names like an American yeah, like name, so I like tried to I make it. it even more like yeah. stereotypical. Trevor Marsden, thank you very much for donating to the show. Yes, thank you, Tom Hanna, Hannaconda's. I don't think they were. No, probably at all. not. I think I all. just followed him on Twitter this week. Actually. Oh, okay, Seems there like you a, go. A pretty Tom, funny dude. Okay, well, Tom Hanna, you seem funny. Uh, thank you. Uh, and, you know, and your last name. It's, Same it's forwards and backwards. First name. It's a girl's first name, and it's also a palindrome. So yeah. congratulations. Tom is a palindrome too. It is exactly. Mott is the same as Tom. So <laughs> yeah, that's what a palindrome is. Yeah, exactly. I think you were thinking of mom or tot. Mm, no, I was thinking of Mott. <laughs> right. Th- and thank you to Mott S. Curly. I think is his name. Sincerely. Uh, well, it's Are luscious. Sure it's not SC early. It's luscious dick Tacoma oh, okay. on Twitter. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, then, in that uh, case, S- why didn't you just say S- so? Curly, thank you, luscious dick Tacoma, for your donation as well. And uh, you know, I don't know. I feel like we often make light of the uh, Patreon contributions, but uh, to all of our donors, thank you very much. Sincerely, mm-hmm. it is crazy that anyone chooses to take any of their money that they make at the end of every month and contributed to our program. We are very, very uh, genuinely grateful for that. I am intensely grateful. And I know that uh, I can't stay genuine for very long before one of these two gentlemen will try to change that subject. So, uh, thank Well, you. I mean, we can talk about uh, how shitty your relationship's no, no, going more. No, it's great. You want. It's, we, we oh, it's, it's good it's, now. Yeah, it's good it's now. It's back on the rails. Yes. yes. Beautiful. Because I needed to take some time away from the podcast. <laughs> well... Focus I, on the things that Can matter. you specifically tell me why? Uh, <laughs> yes. No. Can you... Blow by blow here. Okay, let's, let's reenact the fight. I'm going to pretend to be your girlfriend. No. Uh, okay. Justin, I think you're editing the podcast too much. <laughs> Should I be Justin? Yeah, okay. Okay, give me a dumb hat. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, Justin, I got you a present. It's a grin chat. It's got a, the face of the Grinch on it. And I know it's only April, but you can wear it at Christmas. Here it is. It's the grin chat. Uh, I love it. The Grinch hat, it's my favorite. Yeah, I know you love it. So now that I gave you a hat, would you stop working on that fucking podcast? Uh, this podcast is my life. <laughs> yeah, b- but I should be your life because I'm a girl. <laughs> There's no way this is making it in this show. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say that I'll edit this out, but... <laughs> but you <laughs> This is just one of those scenarios where he's so torn because he's like, this is really funny and this, people are going to like it, this, but my relationship might end. I'm this so sorry. Content. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, babe. The content was just too good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really I'm just sorry to everyone <laughs> and I Justin I like your hats I gave you a hat so yeah right no you have I like your hats you have good hats the only one that I maybe question is the super shiny one yeah the back to but the I future under, back one. to the future one but it's cool because you wore it the, day, the back to the future day so yeah. it's kind of like it's acceptable <laughs> yeah it's, it's as long like, as you like, never wear it again it's like a, it's like pie right? yeah exactly it's like the illegal hat there was yeah. only one day where it was legal for me to wear yeah. that yeah and unlike uh, unlike pie day where it, which comes once a year back to the future day was once ever and yeah. yeah that hat must be burned exactly yeah that's fair <laughs> This has been Breakup Breakdown, <laughs> where we're been, giving you the preview of Justin's Breakup, which been, is about to happen. Thank you, Patreon donors, <laughs> yep. for making this uh, this all possible, this little bit of... Uh, no, absolutely. Remember that time when we talked about... <laughs> God, that good. was good. I am editing that. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 should we talk about sports? Yeah, speaking <laughs> of listeners and listeners getting involved in things and ads that we had to read, uh, let's take a peek at the NCAA bracket that we were all involved with. Oh, yeah. With. We got so much admin stuff to get through this week. The real good it's bracket. the worst podcast of all time. Oh, uh, and our winner is Butts, Butts, Wonderful Butts. That's always Tyler. the winner in my world. Picked 44 correct picks out of 63. That's, that's pretty impressive. That's pretty that's good. very impressive, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know how many I got right. I won a bracket myself, but I don't know how many I got. I, got, I didn't win this one, obviously. Uh, but I'm curious to see how I stack up. Continue talking about He Tyler. finished with 103 points. And Tyler, uh, you know what the prize is, assuming you're a listener of the program <laughs> and not just somebody who entered randomly uh, via Stefan's Twitter. Uh, if you are someone who entered randomly, then uh, I guess... It's open for the second place. Well, no, I could just tweet it out on my account and be like, oh, yeah, hey, yeah. remember this. This Who, guy, yeah. claim so, your prize. Yes. Yeah. So, Tyler, you get to write a 30-second ad copy uh, that we will stretch out into a 15-minute radio play. And it can be for anything. Yeah. It doesn't have to be like yeah. a real product. I mean, I advertised for Tenga last week. It can week, literally so. be for but That is a real butts. product, isn't it? Oh, they're, they're not paying us, though. So. I it, got 41 correct. So Sorry to interrupt. You would have come second. Yeah. Uh, tied for second with uh, Carl Diggler's centrist wisdom. Perfect. CBK wit. And who came third? Uh, ben. Cool guy. But I had more points, though, so I don't know how the cool point system ben. worked. I had 107 points. And of the three of so us. So I might have come first. Stefan, I think you won the group. Yep. Uh, in that uh, you came 38th? <clears throat> What's the prize for that, for winning the group? Nothing. No. The prize okay. is absolutely nothing. Well. Yeah, Stefan came 38th, John was 41st, and I was 50th, because I picked Xavier to win. Yeah, but it would have been cool if you were 92nd. 
<laughs> like 9.2. Even though there weren't 92 people, we just found a way to make it 9.2. <laughs> just empty slots. Can we, can we say who was last? Uh, dead last, yes, was uh, our friend Verviticus, who joined the pool but did not pick a bracket. And he was not the only person who did that. Grant, uh, Grant's glorious bracket, technically, uh, also in last place. Not really that glorious, if you ask me. I would agree. Uh, Ryan's named his bracket Endless Torment and Shame Bracket. Um, And I guess the Endless Torment and Shame is that he never actually picked anyone to win anything. Which is really... I have to say, overall, we we read a lot of the bracket names, and I think my favorite one did end up being Picks of a Sad Horny Man (laughs) by Chris. (laughs) (laughs) And he did quite well. He finished in the top ten, so... Uh, I guess when you're a sad, horny man, you got a lot of time to watch college basketball. Now, uh, it was a crazy tournament from what I gathered. It was, yeah. The The final was insane. Yeah, I was watching Monday Night Raw at the time instead. Yeah, very important. Catch a moment of that. It was the first Raw after WrestleMania. It's like the season premiere. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, WrestleMania was horrible. So I don't know why I tuned in afterwards to see more of that. I saw a guy fall off the roof of that thing. Well, he jumped off. Okay. Yeah. If he had tripped, it would have been better. But. That he would have gotten hurt a lot worse, probably, if yeah. he tripped. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, we'll talk more about that later, or maybe mm. never again. We'll yeah, see. probably not. Uh, <laughs> I don't see us talking about it, to be honest. <laughs> uh, but I was going Speaking to say. Speaking of a sad, horny man, let's talk about D'Angelo Russell. Well, that's we can get to that in just a moment. Oh, we've got more first, shit. In first, the way. we need to get through our clip of the week this week, which oh, we're is going a clip for of that. the right week. Away. Yeah, that's true. That was supposed to come a few weeks ago because we definitely enjoyed this as it happened, but then other things happened. That and was when the it phone comes time episode. to record, like, we just forget. About I wasn't stuff. here. You guys didn't even have a clip of the week because that was your phone in episode. Oh, the that clip of the week was Dustin's week. goal call. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But I mean, that was like rolling, rolling. Yeah, that's true. Stuart Skinner, Stuart <laughs> Skinner, losing his virginity in front of the whole crowd. Uh, but uh, of course, this came early in the tournament um, when Baylor was upset by Yale. And uh, very depressing to lose to an Ivy League school in sports. That's embarrassing. Yeah, it's not great. This quote came to us from a man with a great name also, who probably would have placed first on the tournament all-name team. Torian Prince is the man's name. That is a great name. That sounds like a wrestling name. And he was asked, how did Yale out-rebound Baylor? You said he could out-rebound that I was surprised. You did. 36-32. How does Yale out-rebound Baylor? Um, you go up and grab the ball off the rim when it comes off, and then you grab it with two hands, and you come down with it, and that's considered a rebound. So they got more of those than we did. Any more questions for these two <laughs> <laughs> That's potential clip of the year material yeah. right there. Oh, it sure is. The delivery is just like so perfect. Well, the delivery his, is perfect. His, his response is wonderful because you can tell that like the – the reporter is almost like berating him, like he's a, the coach, you know? Yeah, it's well, a like weird. he's taking it so personally. Well, I think he's just mad that he's kind of not answering the way he wants. Yeah, him to well, it's because he, he they cut off the first part. That was the second time he asked the question. He had to repeat the he, question. Yeah, because he was kind of like, "So, how did you guys get out? Re- you know, Baylor's thought of as a strong rebounding team. How did you guys get out rebounded by Yale?" And Torian Prince kind of looked at him and he was like, uh, uh, "What? Like, I don't I'm sorry, understand what?" The question. Yeah, exactly. And then, so he tried to duck what he felt was uh, an aggressive line of questioning anyway. And then I think that's when the guy kind of got upset. 
I feel like with college sports, there is a bit of that like, um, well, I'm an adult and you're a kid. So shut the fuck let up. Let me and, talk yeah, down let to you. Me, yeah, exactly. Son. Yeah, totally. Like, I'm being I, paid to be here and you're not. <coughs> so yeah, exactly. fuck you. Exactly. I do feel like there is a bit of that in college sports. And that sort of seemed to me like it was kind of coming out in that clip. Uh, but just like the flippant way that he responds. Oh, unbelievable. Everything so about it is just a uh, clip that, of the year. And that's considered a rebound. I just love that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's that's perfect. Yeah, it's very good. I don't know if it'll like cost like, us, but... No, but that was last year, was yeah. so last it's year. impossible to say. Well, Stefan's now looking at the big picture, the clip of the decade. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's fair, as you should be. Uh, and we were talking about brackets also. Yeah. This was a story that uh, was making the rounds today that I thought was pretty crazy. Uh, a girl who picked a bracket, a high school girl in, uh, I'm assuming this is like Indiana, uh, Rebecca Gentry. She's 17 years old and is attending Jasper High uh, School. <laughs> Jasper High School. And, uh, Very good. She was involved in a basketball bracket for extra credit in her English lit class. So the very first part of this story that I love is that the English lit professor, or teacher rather, yeah. is like, uh, yeah, let's all do a class bracket. I'll give you marks for it. Don't worry. Sounds like something that I would do. <laughs> we had a we had a, a fantasy hockey pool in grade 12 with a teacher at my school. And then he was like, yeah, we'll all pitch in 20 bucks and then we'll give five bucks each to charity so that I don't get in trouble from the school <laughs> for running this pool. <laughs> And then I won the pool, and then at the end of the year, I went to collect the money, and he was like, what pool? Not really? even joking, because I was put in charge of keeping <laughs> the stats, and I kept the stats proper and everything, And but we hadn't really talked about it all year. I just kept the stats and kept the lineups, and he's like, I don't, I don't, he's he like, he just took the money. No, no, he, we, no one had really paid yet, so I was like, yeah, I was like, okay, well, I won the pool, so, and he's like, well... He's like, yeah, we did the draft, but then like no one really talked about the pool all year. So now you're going to come collect the money. And I'm like, well, yeah, I, I won. won. <laughs> and then he's like, nope. Like, he, it's so a he life just, lesson. Yeah, it was a life That's lesson. That's how society works. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If he wasn't a current colleague of mine, I would name him and call him an asshole. But since he still is teaching and I occasionally teach at his school, I will just say if you're listening to this podcast, you know who you are. Fuck you. Uh, well, Rebecca Gentry not only would have won her pool in her class, but probably any pool ever of all time. And uh, her picking like formula, the way she picked her bracket, she would just kind of like run her fingers all over the page that had all the team names on it while like looking away and then stop and like look back at the page to see what her finger was pointing at. But maybe she's blind. That's how she picked some of her teams. But maybe she's blind and the brackets are made of Braille and she's actually an expert who watches a ton of games while listens to a ton of games. <laughs> and then, so maybe she's cheating. When she was stumped on a game, she would close her eyes, clear her mind, and have a friend read the names of the two schools aloud. Whichever name jumped out at her seemed to speak to her. That is the team that she went with. She now, sounds like a fucking This loser. whole picking process, I picked a bracket in like four minutes, tops. She spent more than an hour feeling the aura of every Good team. Good for her, man. And in the end... She only had three wrong picks in the entire bracket. Wow. I guess her aura is not perfect. Yeah. She went 60 for 63. That's good. She's only been to one basketball game in her whole life. Yeah. She's not a sports fan. She said she only started paying attention to the tournament 
towards the end when it seemed she was doing pretty good. <laughs> good for her. And uh, yeah, the the stats here officially are uh, that this is basically the best bracket that anyone has ever seen because uh, the winning bracket on ESPN this year uh, had let's see. Uh, the best of the 13 million brackets entered this year in ESPN missed 13 games. So 50, wow, 50. of 63. Holy. The best in ESPN tournament challenge history missed seven games. So 56. Uh, and she got 60 of That's 63, crazy. including picking the Sweet 16, the Elite Eight, the Final Four, and the National Champion. Wow. Good for her. I mean, we have no way of verifying this bracket's authenticity, so... Yeah, she wasn't, I, she wasn't in our so. pool. Yeah, so. I mean, exactly. Like, I mean, her teacher could have just been like, oh, look at this crazy bracket I got. Yeah, make up something about how you felt an aura. <laughs> well, the odds of a perfect bracket are 1 in 35.4 billion. Yeah, that's why they give you a million if you get it right. So, uh, yeah, she basically had the, the best nice. bracket of all time. I remember there was some kid uh, a few years ago who was perfect through to the Sweet 16. And then people were talking about how he might win the million because, yeah, if you enter your bracket on like CBSSports.com or whatever and it goes perfect, then you can, then you win a million. And people are like, holy shit, he might actually win the million. Tubble's fired up. <laughs> million bucks. Let's do this. How many and, treats uh, could that buy? <clears throat> exactly. And then I think his bracket like totally capitulated in the, and he didn't even end up with like a record. My favorite are the guys who, uh, who pick like a basically a perfect bracket and then forget to pick a winner. At the end, right? Because that's one that's sort of easy to forget if you're like just casually entering the thing, right? Yeah. Because it's like in the middle there, and you're thinking, "Oh, I have the last two teams in there. That's all I needed." Yeah. You have to click one more time. Yeah. And I think these casual people, like, well, I mean, we're casual bracket bracketeers, I guess. Yeah, but we're not idiots. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, I, there's always one story like that every year where it's like this guy's bracket is insane, but he forgot to pick a winner. So. <laughs> So his brackets, yeah, insane it's worthless because it's so Sucks stupid. In the end, yeah. Um, but uh, you tried to move on to the other big basketball story that. Was no, I did. I said DeAndre. I mentioned it earlier because yeah. I was reading up on. He's it. a sad, horny man. Yeah, yeah sad, horny man. Uh, well, I don't know if he so much was, but uh, D'Angelo Russell, of course, uh, was in the news for the L.A. Lakers last week, and this like really blew up right after we recorded. Pretty yeah, because like otherwise we would have dedicated the, like, the entire episode to Yeah, it. to how crazy the whole thing was. Uh, do you want to explain the story, Stefan? It's just... Uh, okay. I, I'm, I'm, I've got the website up here. Okay. Uh, the internet thing. Uh, so D'Angelo Russell is a LA Lakers player. Nick Young is also an LA Lakers player. Swaggy P, yo. Uh, and he is engaged to Iggy Azalea. Yes. And uh, Was she the one who licked the donuts or was that Ariana Grande? That's Ariana Grande. Okay. That's Ariana Grande. Yeah. Yeah. Just checking. Uh, and that's Nick Young. Who is engaged to her? Not yes, yes. Who's Nick Young? Nick Young is the Russell. the Lakers player, Swaggy P. Yeah, and yeah. D'Angelo Russell's the younger Lakers player. He's, he's gotcha. twenty. He's not engaged to anyone. No. Well, not that I know of. Gotcha. No. He's a rookie. Yeah. All right. Uh, anyway, so he he was taking a video of Nick Young uh, surreptitiously while Nick Young was admitting to uh, having cheated on Iggy Azalea multiple times. Right. Uh, and, yeah, but she should know that anyway. And well, yeah. And he's then in the NBA. It's it's Nick Young, and then. I guess the video leaked somehow. They were saying it, it was Snapchat, so it was sent to someone, or who knows, right? Uh, and Nick Young didn't know he was being filmed, obviously, too. And then it just kind of blew up from there. 
so they weren't letting Dean like the Lakers players weren't letting D'Angelo Russell like sit next to them on the plane and stuff or like at team breakfast and that sort of thing. I think they were like passing him the ball as much. Like it was just this whole thing, and it was like blowing the team. I mean, the team's terrible. Well, he apparently posted the video on his Snapchat. Yeah, okay, I had heard that he posted it because I heard I, I was. He said he was hacked, which I but, guess is like the go-to excuse. Yeah, of but, course. But he also said that he didn't. He was not aware that video on Snapchat could be saved. <laughs> it's not like a photo, right? Like you can't screen grab a video. There's like clearly going to be a program for yeah. that somewhere. Though. Or just like, like film your phone with another phone. Yeah. You know? That was dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but no one's ever accused uh, D'Angelo Russell of being smart. Or like any most athletes, really, for that matter. A lot of them do really dumb shit all the time. Oh, I mean, he's 20 years old. That's It's more than anything else. Well, he's that, like a doesn't, kid, right? that doesn't hurt. Yeah. That doesn't help either, yeah. Uh, people doing dumb things online? I would never. Man, honestly, I'm so glad that like uh, like Snapchat and Facebook and shit wasn't around when we were kids. I would have been, that would have been a disaster. I mean, maybe Stefan, it was around a little bit for you, maybe at the end of high school, but like... Not well, Snap, I would. No, no, not yeah. Snapchat, but Facebook probably. Uh, I when I graduated, it was like just starting up, and it was uh, you had to have like a still a a university email, only. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I think I had it in '05, uh, and you had to have a like I yeah. had to use my UBC. Email. I th- I didn't know I didn't need a university email. I just had to get invited to it. I think it was 2006 right, okay, or something. Yeah. 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 Uh, the cool thing about this D'Angelo Russell thing is that apparently he may have committed a crime. Uh, there's a law in California regarding the recording of private conversations uh, where it's like a two-party consent thing, so both parties have to consent to it. Uh, so there's like a chance Nick Young could... Sue him? Yeah, like it won't wow. happen, but that would be hilarious. It's yeah. like Cespedes is in the pig. He was really blindsided by the law. Exactly. Well, yeah. the best part of this was like, as you know, the story was uh, exploding last week and they were going to give a press conference after they kind of hashed it out in a team meeting... Uh, they did not give a conference, uh, a press conference together. They did it separately, like <laughs> one at a time, because apparently uh, they could not stand to sit next to each other at a podium. For I just I can't remember the last time, if there's ever been a time where an athlete's been so like publicly ostracized by their team. Like maybe in private, they like don't hang out with the guys or whatever. But like I can't remember a time where. It was like publicly known, aside from maybe maybe like OJ Simpson and like the Buffalo Bills. But he wasn't. No, know. he wasn't. But like his former teammates are probably like, "Oh, that's not cool, OJ. You <laughs> killed your wife." Yeah, but I mean, he wasn't on the Bills at that time. No, but I'm mean, his ex teammates. Oh, are probably, I see. You know what I mean? But I'm talking about like okay. in the time, like maybe yeah. Jeff Carter, because there were like those rumors that he banged Hartnell's wife, and then. That was why he like got shipped out. Yeah, but then again, he was still like buddies with like Mike Richards, and it was almost like Hartnell got ostracized, as opposed to to Carter. But like, I yeah, I just can't remember a time where it's been like so evident of like one. Like, Sean Avery got uh, yeah shit that, on a lot, even like Ryan Kessler in his final year. Yeah, yeah, that's true too. Especially when he was like saying, "I never asked for a trade. I never said I wanted yeah. out at all." And he like made teammates lie for him also. Well, yeah, I, I yeah, think, I guess that's true. I don't think anyone really appreciates. But yeah, nothing this big, that. though. Yeah, like, nothing where serious. it was like all reported and stuff. Yeah, like I feel like in a lot of cases it comes out after, you know, where yeah. it's like, oh yeah, it's, well the team really didn't like Kessler for most most of this year or whatever, you know. It's like whereas this one is yeah like so publicly evident. And here's a headline from today from Lakers Nation: Kobe Bryant, D'Angelo Russell's desire to learn sets him apart. 
So maybe that's all this really was, was him trying to set up a situation that he would really have to learn from. Like, yeah, it's just all Kobe. Just some adversity. Like it was, oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. D'Angelo was yeah. like, oh, what, what's the most adversity I can se- send myself through right now? A Snapchat video <laughs> getting leaked. Of somebody else admitting to cheating on their pop star fiance. Which, yeah. uh, you know, uh, the, the think piece spin on this story has been like, oh, we're all talking about the betrayal of trust of, of this guy, like, betraying his teammate. But what about Swaggy P betraying Iggy Azalea? That's the real betrayal here, which... That's super th- true. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's pretty true. If but you also, never cheat, like, I don't, then... I don't want to, like, care about those people or like understand what their names mean in a sentence like i don't want to be able to hear that sentence and like know what it means i agree swaggy p cheated on iggy azalea and d'angelo russell filmed and leaked it on snapchat like there's no reason for me to understand what any of those words any of that means yeah aside from like leaked and filmed i I should i should be like thinking you guys are having a stroke or something you know (laughs) but that's gonna sound like that i understand what you're saying and it's like i'm mad at myself for that because so like, anyway. I was thinking that, like, I don't think if you put a gun to my head and I had to tell an Iggy Azalea song apart from any others, like, I wouldn't be able you to. You could tell like, Fancy, oh. I bet. That's, like, her big one. Uh, is that the, it's like, really... I'm so Yeah, funny. there you yeah. go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah you were trying sucks. to get away with it. No, but I honestly didn't know that that was her, though. That's what I mean. Like, they could have played oh, that okay, song I see what you... okay. and yeah. a bunch of other songs, and I would have been, like... Well, she, like, guested on some songs with, like, Ariana Grande also. Oh, yeah, but see, again, like, see, Ariana Grande was on SNL, and I thought she was awesome. Yeah. But then, like, her songs, I don't enjoy the songs. Like, that kind of pop is so disposable in that I guarantee I've heard, like, an Ariana Grande song at least, like, 800 times. Yeah. And could I hum or sing even a single part of it right now? No. That's my whole point about yeah. the Iggy Azalea thing. Same deal. Like if if you put a gun to my head and you're like name an Iggy Azalea, so I would have well, never fancy. been. Wait, like, I, yeah, but I would have. Ne- but I see like that's I wouldn't have. Been. I think I know one Ariana Grande song. It's the one that goes like na 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 na. Is is that is that a song? Yeah, it's called na 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 na. Well, that that's not that sounds like the lyrics. Sandstorm. No, that's. No, that's a different. I think in my head it sounded. It sounded different. Sorry, we got we jumped way into like the chorus. We did. We should They used to play that at school. I don't know if you guys ever went to a school dance where they had like it was the much music. Yeah, of course. And they had like the video screens and stuff. They would play Sandstorm every so often. People would just go wild. Yeah, I remember big hit. And this is before both of your times, probably in the much dance was the uh, the Venga bus. Then everybody oh, would we do like a conga party? line to that song. Yeah. Oh yeah, the Venga bus is modern and everybody's rolling New York to San Francisco. Do, 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 do. do you guys know uh, three of the Venga boys died in like a seaplane crash two years ago? Uh, I was hoping you were gonna say a bus accident. No, no, they died. The their, no, their seaplane sunk off. Uh, course is it Corsica? In, is that Greece? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. They were it's at like some med- resort. It's a Mediterranean. And they, uh, is this, are you lying to me right now? No, I'm totally serious. Really? Yeah. The oh. Venga Boys died in a seaplane crash. Rest in peace, Venga Boys. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm not lying at all. Why would I lie about the Venga Boys? I don't know. It seems weird because you do well, lie why, about why don't you look up Venga Boys seaplane crash right now? Yeah. I'm looking it's up It's really Venga hard Boys. to tell when you're like legit being earnest and also when you're just like trying really hard to sell a joke. I searched Venga Boys dead. And? Uh, uh, I was right. Let's uh, let's all move ahead to the next thing. 
Yeah, you're such a fucking piece of shit. You lie on this goddamn show all the time. That was very convincing, that one, though. Normally, I can tell when you're lying. That I think that kind of tells you uh, the place uh, in like pop culture that the Bango Boys hold right now that you believe they died in a seaplane crash <laughs> two years ago. It makes perfect sense. Well, you said Corsica. That was good. I mean... My favorite thing is... Uh, is well, it says their pe- sound engineer died. Oh, in a seaplane crash? Uh, no, I'm not sure. Oh, okay. Well, my favorite thing is making up... Uh, like really kind of weird death rumors about super obscure celebrities. And my favorite one of all time is uh, Mike Hale, dog boner, uh, did one where he said the lead singer of Bowling for Soup died yes. in, a, in a Murphy bed. That's it like closed <laughs> yeah, up yeah. on him. He died in yeah. a Murphy bed. I've seen that tweet. Like the guy from Bowling for Soup got super mad. Yeah. Right? So yeah. super mad. The tweets <laughs> are, I'm going to, uh, I, I want to read yeah, these out. I remember this. So funny. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> I remember this from back in it's, the day. It's a two-part series. Before I even knew who Dog Boner uh, was. R.I.P. to the big-time fat guy from Bowling for Soup who got trapped in a Murphy bed and died in a wall. <laughs> and then a day later, update, I am blocked by the guy in Bowling for Soup for claiming he died in a Murphy bed. <laughs> yeah, nice. I do remember that. That one, though, like, I would not believe. I would not be like Murphy bed. I don't think I would buy. Well, it's like when Seaplane. You, yeah, I'd when you that. When you killed Scott Bayo with... Yeah, I mean that's obviously. Also. I think Low Enough Chen also had one where he said um, someone at Warped Tour. This was like four years ago. A lead singer of some band threw a bowling ball into the crowd and <laughs> killed some girl. <laughs> that's totally believable. Yeah. I've been doing enough Warped Tours where I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense actually. <laughs> um, but I, that's probably enough about that, I guess. It's just weird. Just a weird story. Yeah, so well, we kind of just got talking about the Banga Boys. It's such yeah, a 21st century there. story. Like we're talking about all like all these people are talking about like baseball, like make baseball fun again and there's all this like old guard versus new guard shit. How come no one in basketball is ever talk like no one in basketball is is like Oh, they're they're ruining the game. All their Snapchats and yeah. whatever. Because because they're cool. Exactly. Basketball's forever been a cool sport. Yeah. Where, like people are like Magic Johnson's probably like, yeah, man. If we had Snapchat, I'd have been fucking Snapchat. Well, no, because like a bunch of veterans have come out and and said like, oh, this is a deep betrayal, and I wouldn't I wouldn't want nothing to do with this guy after something like this. You can never trust him again. This never would have happened back in the day. It's like, well. Snapchat did not exist back in the day. Yeah, so exactly. You, you are correct. Yes, true. Yeah, it wouldn't have. Yeah, they're like, back in our day, it was real easy to cheat on your wife. <laughs> I found the uh, Warp Tour tweet. Nice. Uh, and I guess what happened was someone actually did die at Warp Tour. Oh, okay. There was like a hashtag going around about it. Okay. And so he's like, uh, a teen died at Warp Tour today after a member of Deathcore band Chelsea Grin threw a bowling ball into the audience. Hashtag RIP Taylor. And then I guess <laughs> one of her friends replied, your information is false. I was with her. She passed out and stopped breathing, you fuck. And then Lo and Chen responded with, uh, actually, it was a bowling ball. <laughs> oh, man. I don't have the kind of balls to like really just go after someone whose friend just died like that just be like no it's a bowling ball well, this is back in like the wild west of twitter yeah no 2012 i, I guess so yeah it was crazy back then <laughs> oh boy uh well sunday was a big day for sports it was mlb opening day that's right yep and uh the blue jays seem like they're they're doing all right were they two and two now two and two yeah that's that's and like pretty bad some actually. controversial finishes though yeah also 
from what especially I gather. Especially in the uh, yeah, especially in last night's game. Yeah. We're all familiar with controversial finishes here. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes, we are. There's just so many. Twice. Here, like <laughs> you know, I don't want to say that like I'm only going to follow the Jays when they're in the playoffs, but the baseball season is so long with games fucking every single day, sometimes twice a day. Yeah. That it, like living and dying on the result of a regular season game seems outlandish to me. Uh, like, yeah, I can't watch I can't watch regular season baseball. But that's just baseball in general. Like even the players, like the players do not get excited about anything. Ever. Like I I both admire and I'm like really weirded out by people who can watch like every game. Oh yeah. It's insane. And there's a lot like my buddy has a subscription to MLB TV yeah. and like watches every like every it night. It takes me like 6 months to read baseball. a book. Yeah. And they're watching 162 games and the games last like 4 hours. There's oh, no yeah. time limit, right? Yeah. So No, they're so long. Playoff baseball is great cuz it's it's like a month. And people yeah. are just losing their minds over this loss that they had on these like uh waved off runs, the Chase Utley rule coming into effect. Yep, exactly. Yeah, Jose Bautista just grabbed a little hold of a guy's ankle and uh now it's a big uh, feminism outbreak. So it's been a lot of a uh, lot of tough a lot of tough times. Well, yeah, what happened? John Gibbons said yeah, so, so, he made a stupid comment. Yeah, he made a very stupid comment. Yeah, so he said basically that... So Jose Bautista, what happened was, yeah, he was sliding into second base, didn't really interfere with the second baseman at all, just kind of reached his hand out and clipped the guy's foot. But he didn't even, like... He didn't affect the guy at all. He threw an error. And it was part of his slide, right? It was yeah, not. part of his slide. Well, he... I mean, he definitely reached his arm out. Like, to, there was like, no reason to, to do that. put your arm there. Oh, okay, like, yeah. Okay. But so then the guy threw it wild, not really as a result of Bautista. He was going to throw it wild anyway. Jays scored two runs on the play. Uh, they waved the runs off and Jose Bautista is automatically out based on that rule. And with him being out, uh, that ended the game. And so then John Gibbons, uh, lovable slash hick manager of the Jays, <laughs> basically said, well, if that's you know, if that's the play that's going to decide a baseball game, like maybe we should just come out wearing dresses tomorrow, uh, you know, because that's what this is all about. Because bar- wearing, wearing dresses is bad. Yeah, he barely, he and he barely touched, you know, like, oh, he barely touched them. So, so dresses. yeah. Dresses. <laughs> and and people, purses. And people were like, why? Why? Yeah, just, just, yeah, we don't know what's happening. Was that your Nancy? We, we don't know what to be mad about here. You you had a bit of Nancy Kerrigan there. Yeah. With why? 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 Oh man, yeah. That's a really hard clip to watch, actually. And I have no. F- it's harder to listen to. Well, that's yeah, that's true. <laughs> I have no investment in figure skating, and it was like 22 years ago. But I still like what? Why? You're like, oh, well, that's man, what that's- I was saying at the end of basically every match in re- during WrestleMania. On yeah, Sunday that's fair. Also. Yeah. But- <laughs> I didn't watch WrestleMania. I heard from you two that it wasn't very good. Uh, I didn't watch it either. All was, of the matches were fine. Yeah. Like, good quality, largely. None of the results made any sense at all. Like, n- none of them. Uh, but, yeah. Basically, if from if you were to tune in week to week and know, like, where stories are progressing and how characters are building, mm-hmm. uh, nothing that would have, like, led into some sort of resolution at the biggest show of the year actually happened oh, so if i watched it as like a one-time thing it you would have been, been like oh this is fine yeah but like in <laughs> for ter- like the fans who watch pe- like yeah but yeah. like they didn't build anybody up new who's yeah. actually gonna like be there for the show the next day right because wrestlemania is also when a ton of like part-time guys come back to work mm-hmm. the show uh so like the rock was there and he buried the wyatt family and it's just like this happens almost every year at mania old guys come back and 
like decimate the current roster, make them look like total chumps. And then who's actually on the show from week to week? The guys that you just told us are a bunch of fucking losers, essentially. So yeah. why pay attention to anything? Yeah, the results were like, it'd be like if you went, if you sat through three Hunger Games movies and then the fourth Hunger Games movie, Katniss just dies in the first three minutes. Isn't that what happens? No. That'd be so funny. If, a, if, like, a big movie yeah, franchise just did that. The way they, like, bury their current talent would be, like, if instead of WCW existing in the 90s and all of those guys like Macho Man and, and Hulk Hogan going off to a different company, if just, like, you know, during the rise of The Rock and Steve Austin, like, Bob Backlund came out and fucking beat the shit out of Steve Austin and was like, this guy's a loser! Uh, just for no reason. Just because, like, oh, this is a guy that people from 10 years ago might recognize. So, yeah, that's basically what the show was. And uh, it was very, very long. It was seven hours long. Holy shit. Yeah. And Did I was, you watch the entire thing? Uh, we missed the pre-show because the bar wasn't playing it. We watched it at a bar downtown, um, and it, it was the best way to watch it. It had, like, that live crowd atmosphere. Yeah. Everyone was chanting during matches. You are pretty drunk. Losing their minds. It was a seven-hour show. What do you think, Stefan? I was very, very drunk. It was time that well, he I, could I, have, I know if John was there, he wouldn't have gotten uh, I wouldn't have been drunk, and if I was the editor of this podcast, I would have been at home editing it instead. <laughs> When Roman Reigns <laughs> came out uh, during his entrance before the main event, somebody drunkenly yelled, Fuck you, you fucking asshole! And it was me. That's how drunk I was by the time the main event <laughs> rolled around. So, yeah. Nice, good for you. It was good. It was a good show. Sounds great. It was, uh, it was terrible. Where are we? Where but uh, we were talking about baseball. Yeah, yeah. John Gibbons, you're an idiot. Uh, baseball, good for you. Why? And, uh, yeah. Just why, anything. Yeah. 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 We could, uh, we, we've got another big piece of news, actually. We do, actually, we do. Yeah, just before yeah. we get to the mailbag Yes, here. because SeatGeek is not our only sponsor this week. That's our big news. Yes, we are. SeatGeek is not only resurrected, but they have brought another zombie with them. Yes. Orion Junk. If you need junk removed, this is the place to go. Yeah, that's right. Orion, O-R-I-O-N, just like, like the Like fame. Orion's belt. Yeah, like a, Orion of belt fame. Yeah, and, he's got uh, a good belt. Stefan was going to participate in this ad, but we called Orion, and they removed him. <laughs> because he is junk. Can I actually participate in it? Yeah, no, you can okay. participate. Of course yeah, you yeah, can. Yeah, yeah, that was just a that. little, yeah. Yeah. Um, if you want to have some waste removed from your property, yeah, exactly. just head on over to www.orionjunk.ca and all contact information is available on the webpage. Uh, they do complete junk removal services, including drywall disposal, recycling, green waste, household garbage, contractor and renovation debris, the whole shebang. If you need to get rid of it, they will take it from you. Yeah, I know the owner personally. Great guy, Matt Lee. Uh, and he has told me that uh, if you need to get rid of uh, real good show episodes on your computer, he will also do that as well. <laughs> they so have, is, uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, that's what I was just going to say is junk yeah. removal services literally do span everything. Yeah. Uh, they have very competitive rates, too, compared to uh, 1-800-GOT-JUNK. Yeah, more like 1-800-GOT-SPUNK. Am I right? Well, yeah. I was going to say 1-800-GOT-JUNK. 1-800-WE'RE-BUNK. Yeah. I was just going to call them junk. But I, they, like, because they're junk. They already have junk in there. Yeah. Anyway, uh, those guys charge $650 to fill a smaller truck, and Orion Junk charges $450 to fill a 14 cubic yard truck. Uh, 
I don't even know what that means. <laughs> it's it's just it's, a it's bigger a big truck. truck. It's just and bigger. And it's for much cheaper. Yeah, yeah. that's perfect. So yeah. very competitive rates. Very bigger, bigger trucks, better rates. Yes. That's what we're that's talking Orion about. That's Orion junk. Orion junk, absolutely. Uh, re- their, their rates are not astronomical. And they do reduce, reuse, and recycle. It's a tired expression, of course, uh, but it is an important one. And uh, Orion is trying to keep as much out of the landfill as possible. Yeah, so if they can find a good home. Basically, what Matt's saying is if you throw something out and he likes it, he will put it in his own home. (laughs) So... Don't we're, don't even worry about that. He I, will. I was going to say earlier when you're talking. I've about been the, to Matt's house. He definitely has other people shit. In we it. were talking about the big trucks. I was going to say uh, I like big trucks, and I cannot lie. Nice, don't yeah. we all? Yeah. And it's there's a, a special deal, of course. Yeah, if you're yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, we don't give our li- we don't just tell our listeners about some shit. We give them our real good listeners. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. yeah we got to talk about that. But anyway. That'll be in the mailbag. 10% off until the end of June if you email in uh, with a junk removal request and say, real good show, sent the, sent you his way. Yep, perfect. Can't argue with that. 10% off. That's like $50 savings. Yeah, and that's orionjunk.ca. Orionjunk.ca. Hook it up. Junk removal. Up. And <laughs> with that in mind, it's the perfect segue into the junkiest segment of the show. Yeah. The Twitter mailbag. It's ladder time. It's ladder time. Twitter time. It, it, it's ladder time. What am I reading? Ladder time. Ladder, ladder, ladder time. You've got mail. What am I reading? Next question. Stefan, anything good in the mailbag this week? What do you think, Justin? Uh, I'm feeling optimistic. Well, that's, that's the wrong feeling. To have. Well, before we get to the mailbag, we could talk about a little poll we ran on yeah, our Twitter Yeah, which is Twitter sort of part week, of the mailbag. We did talk yeah. about it. Uh, we, we held a poll uh, because we have wondered what to call listeners of this podcast, fans of this podcast for a long time. Uh, we've said we've used different things, goodies, showies, real good nicks, whatever. Uh, flush mob. The flush mob, not yeah. to be mistaken for the flesh mob, yeah, which some people totally did think I said. That's a different thing entirely. Yeah, don't Google that. Yeah, don't Google that. <laughs> I'm for sure. Google that uh, <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, we we narrowed it down to three choices: goodies, flush mob, and real good listeners, which was suggested by a few of our uh, listeners. And uh, that was the overwhelming choice. Yeah, the for... people love real good listeners. Yeah, which is kind of like I get it as like a double entendre because not only are you listening to real good show, but you're but very you're, good at listening. You're real good, you know. Too. Uh, yeah. So I like that, uh, and we can call them RGLs for short, yeah. which is nice. Uh, but also very unoriginal, and uh, I, I feel like our listeners were capable of better. Yeah, but real good listeners is kind of like a nine point one. Yeah, Ooh, exactly. Yeah. Pretty low. It, it's sub-Justin. It's pretty fucking low. I just Googled <laughs> flesh mob as well, and it just gave me a bunch of pictures of uh, flash mobs. Oh, uh, uh, so just assume well, that you spelled it incorrectly. Yeah. Cool. Did you mean? That's interesting. Yeah. I'm thinking of proposing by flash mob. Yeah? Yeah, I mean, I think that's like a real cool Okay, thing no, there do. we go. Yeah? Now it's a, just a bunch of naked people. Oh, wow. Yeah. Is that like an is that an orgy or is that just naked I people? I think it's just like one of those things. One they million just lay down? naked man march. Oh, it literally is a flash mob, but, but of naked people. Yeah. So they called it a flesh mob. That's Pretty clever. Disgusting. It's Well, Justin, there's nothing wrong with the naked body. Those people? <laughs> Did you see the bodies? They look pretty good, man. It was a really <laughs> small picture. So Yeah, but some of them look pretty. Uh, yeah. Yeah, some nice. Filthy. 
Anyway, so congratulations. Uh, thank you to all of our RGLs who uh, suggested it. No, and, see, uh, the people voted that they do not like Flush Mob. And you know what? I am voting that I do not like the people. You are the Flush Mob, whether you like it or not. No, we, it. we held a poll, Justin. Okay, Real Nothing more official than that. In our world, no, there's not. <laughs> There really isn't. What else are we supposed to do? I wish we just stuck with that one guy who was like, I literally don't care at all. No, I like this. Because he gave me total creative license to call him anything. Set in stone. And uh, maybe that can be on our shirts instead. Instead of saying real good show, it could say real good listener. But with the toilet. Yeah. All right. I think that's pretty good, actually. Sure. We do have a question here. It's actually a question from last week that uh, Bertovo, friend of the show, reminded us about. He said, could you please answer this question? And this question is from Dink Magic, a very funny guy. And the question is, which basketball player has the deepest ass? <laughs> how are we? Uh, and, and then how he, are we gauging ass? And then depth? he clarifies yeah. it uh, with a follow-up tweet: uh, cheek to hole, cheek to hole. <laughs> so, like from the outside, from like the tip of the cheek, yes, to the tip of the hole. So the hole. Oh, I see. So, like the they have cheeks. the most, basically the most muscular ass, the biggest, almost. Yeah, like and mix and, like, and the deepest hole. Right. Oh, but so, but we're but we're not entering the hole. No, it's the tip, but the maybe tip the tip's the just hole. like set further in. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, I see. Yeah, because every every inch counts. Right? right. Okay. What if they bleach their asshole? Well, I don't think that really makes much. I mean, well, because you just maybe wouldn't be able to tell exactly where oh, the tip where it's is. Just, like that no, might you, be a deeper hole if it's bleached. I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? Um, um I I'll say I was I had the uh the luck of uh sitting courtside for a uh, Portland Trailblazers game. They played the Miami Heat uh, minus Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade. So not very good. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Brooks family is, is uh, family friends with Jay Triano, the assistant coach of Portland, and I believe the Canadian men's national team head coach. Uh, great guy. Hooked us up with some courtside seats. I'd never sat courtside before, so that was very cool. And uh, big man, big ass. I'm going to choose Mason Plumley of the Portland Trailblazers as having the deepest ass. And he's also white. And I feel like... Uh, I just feel like inherently white men have deeper asses. I'm going to go with Rob Sacra. Sacri. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Sacri. that's true. He's yeah. a big dude. Yeah. I went to high school with him. Yeah, because he went to... Uh, Hansworth. Hansworth. I remember watching him play a couple times. Gave him his first front page Ah. cover of the Royal Quest. Wow, I bet he cared a lot about that. He probably still remembers that. Oh, yeah. He was signing signing copies of it in the cafeteria. Oh, my God. Yeah. So he knew where he was going right from the get-go. Well, yeah, to being the, like, 11th best player on the worst team in the NBA. (laughs) Good for him. Congratulations. He made it. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Uh, He's I, a lot further than I am, and he could beat me up. So I, uh, congratulations, ran a, Robert Sacre. I ran a Google image search for basketball big ass just to see what would come okay. up. Charles Barkley. largely women. Is safe search on or off? Um, I can't tell. Well, no. Well, let's what's your, figure it what's out. What's your default setting? Pro, uh, I think it's... Should be off unless you're a child. I think it's off. Yeah, yeah good. Let's see. Okay, I'm gonna search it with safe. No, search it was off. off. Okay. It was actually off. Uh, it's it was a bunch of women. Uh, some women basketball players, some women with big asses just holding basketballs. As you do. But as far as men go, we've got LeBron James here. We've also got Yao Ming, who looks like he's on the ground with a broken foot or some kind of leg injury. He's crying, so. Uh, he's got a big ass too, but of course you don't have to scroll too far to find our man, 
Bryant, Big Country Reeves. There you go. Brian, Big Country Reeves. Number three, actually number four behind Chris Stapp's Porzingis, as far as men who show up when you Google search basketball big ass. But, and really uh, continuing with my whole idea that white men have deeper asses. And number one in our hearts. So I'll go with him. Why not? Perfect. There you go. Yeah. Number 50 in your program, number one in your heart. <laughs> he was 50, right? Yeah. I don't know anything. <laughs> well, you knew that. Yeah, I know. Uh, I know I know a lot, but that I didn't really know or care. Sharif Abdul-Rahim was three, right? Uh, I have no idea. What? You're supposed to be the Grizzlies historian. Mike on the Bibby team. was number ten. Yeah, I know that. All right, we got a question. Uh, this is kind of for Justin, actually. Yeah. Uh, oh this wow. Is from Edwin. Is uh, it about being rated nine point two? What? EJS Chill 09. He asks, "What gets me blocked faster on Twitter? Tweeting at tweeting eighty one at Jalen Rose or nine point two at Justin? Uh, probably Jalen Rose. I'm just grateful to have some sweet, sweet interactions. <laughs> I was gonna say you can't really afford to block anyone at this point in your career, can you? Uh, I blocked a few people. Really? Yeah. I, don't I, think I, I, I got anyone. involved in a little Twitter dust up with uh, the Rebel recently. I don't know who that is. Uh, it's like uh, what's his fucking name? You know, the dude who's like. The Rush Limbaugh of Canada, Ezra Levant. It's his oh. little outlet. Oh yeah, and so they that were guy sucks being pieces of shit online, yeah. and I just made some flippant comment, and a bunch of egg people were like, "Nice beard, you fucking cuck! I bet you're a big cuck." Oh yeah, I forgot that it's like a thing that people say. <laughs> yeah, and I responded with "LOL, two followers," and he responded with "LOL, no balls." I was like, oh, all right. I don't know, Fair man. Play. I think you have pretty good balls. And then I blocked him, and he came at me the next day with a side account saying, how dare you like say that someone is worthless because they don't have very many followers on Twitter. And the account that was telling me this had actually zero followers, <laughs> which I thought was even better. So Amazing. Yeah. Uh, Sharif Abdurrahim did wear number three. Good to and know. another side fact, his wife's name is Delisha. Delisha Abdurrahim. That's right. Great name. Great name. <laughs> uh, Aaron Mackay, occasional intern, writes in with, is this Oilers closing ceremony the worst thing you've ever seen? No. Um, no, probably not. I'm not watching it, Aaron. Here's the thing. When well, things I, watched, are bad, I watched part of the game before. That was worse. When things are bad, you don't have to watch them. Yep. No, but Aaron does not realize that because he <laughs> stayed for my entire stand-up comedy yeah. set. So. <laughs> and he listens to every episode of the show. So. <laughs> yeah. So he clearly has issues. A related question comes to us from Henrik Vriesma at Brilliant Orania, who writes, what will end first, the podcast recording or the Oilers ceremony? Uh, is it still? I think it's over now. I, I think, think the I ceremony will still be going when you see this podcast pop up at some point tomorrow. So. Yeah, absolutely. Mark Messier is still talking about the glory days. <laughs> Stefan, you have anything else there? Uh, it's pretty thin pickings today, actually, surprisingly. All right. Because well, usually we get a lot of really good ones. We, get a, we got one here we from uh, Kaylee Crosby. <laughs> Kaylee Crosby writes, what end of season hockey award would you add to the NHL, uh, like MVP, Rookie of the Year, etc., and who would win it this year? Uh, I, will, I would hand out the least deserving of their actual award. So it's like voted on by people that uh, whose opinions I actually trust. And they would choose the winner of the major award that I would most disagree with. So Drew Doty for Norris? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say just like shittiest player and give it to most of the Canucks. Yeah, that's a good or one. Or like dumbest coach. Or yeah. Like worst GM. Like yeah. Because they have that I just want the Canucks GM to win now. some awards. Yeah. yeah. They have that like GM of the year, which doesn't really make any sense. Uh, so yeah, like worst GM would be good too. Yeah. 
GM I most like to trade with voted on by all the other GMs. <laughs> yeah, we ooh, know who. Like he would win that for sure. Oh yeah, that's There's nice. no question. So Ugliest fans. Well, Edmonton would win every year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'd be a legacy award. But I, I really think that Willie could win the dumbest coach of the year award, given it's that possible. our friend the Zoobs from Sportsfeld <laughs> let us know yesterday that he was riding an elevator with Willie yesterday and had to explain to Willie how to work the elevator. And it sounded like it took him a while to explain. <laughs> well, to be fair, Willie spent most of his career coaching in Medicine Hat, where the only elevators carry grain. <laughs> That's true. So... That's true. It is what it is. Yeah. I asked him what they talked about, and Zoob said, how to work the elevator. <laughs> <laughs> Check out this in-depth interview with uh, me. Well, when I was at Just for Laughs, I don't know if it ever aired anywhere, but Pete Holmes was doing an elevator talk show. Yeah. So it, it, it had like the elevator is sort of like roped off, and then it had like a little easel, and it was like, if you ride in this elevator, you're agreeing to be on a show uh, with Pete Holmes and I could imagine like there was probably at least like five segments of that show was just like the elevator breaking and then figuring it out how to like make it work <laughs> and Pete Holmes being like oh my god the elevator's broken <laughs> <laughs> that's a good Pete Holmes laugh thank you uh, no his is more like <laughs> sports trivia knower at book of Lou writes who does Justin have to beat in the octagon in order to move up to a 9.3? And I will say, I don't know, Kimbo Slice? I could probably beat him at this he would, point. I he might kill you. He would kill you. <laughs> he just he ended Data 5000's life in the ring. Did I you mean, ever he, watch his uh, well, old videos? He was that, revived. It was pretty embarrassing for both of them, though. Well, yeah, one, one guy died, died in the though. ring. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever We're watch? not joking. No, he actually... He did die? Yeah, there was like two old... He died, and then they revived him. Oh, but he just he like was, actually... But he was dead. I yeah. knew that he went to the hospital. I didn't know that he actually died. Yeah, no, he died. He said that today. He came out, and he was like, yeah, no, I actually died oh, in the okay. ring. Yeah, so you might yeah. die. Well, I mean, I yeah. heard... I mean, no offense, but like, I mean, <laughs> if you just went into a fight right now with no training at all, you might die. Well, to get up to 9.3, though, I think it might be worth it. You I'm die? willing to put it all on the line. And then, then that would be part of your name, like Data 5000. We'd call you <laughs> Justin 9.3. <laughs> You'd have earned it. Did you ever watch uh, Kimbo Slice's old videos? Yeah. He, oh, yeah. And he was like a bodyguard for like the porno site or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he like and the and the backyard fights. And yeah, he, was, like, oh, yeah. he would just kill dudes people. Up. Yeah, oh, it was crazy. Yeah. I kind of want to watch some tonight, actually. Oh, man. Some of those were nasty. Yeah. Yeah, well, maybe I picked the wrong guy then. Maybe I should have gone with Data. Kimbo Slices for sure killed people. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, no, you're no, that was a horrible mistake. <laughs> that was a really <laughs> bad choice. <laughs> <laughs> that was like your first choice. You're like, oh, Kimbo Slice for sure. John and I are just like, uh, is this like a call. different Kimbo Slice? Yeah, like, why wouldn't you just choose like a small guy? Yeah. <laughs> Kimbo Slice is fucking huge. Well, I'm like a 95 year old guy into named the Kimbo. octagon. Yeah. I need to be stepping in with somebody who belongs in an octagon. Because I definitely don't. I don't. The word stop. Just pick someone in like a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the like the kid from Malcolm in the Middle that had breathing problems and he's in a wheelchair. Yeah. Stevie. Yeah. Yeah, fight him. Right. Actually, fight Frankie Muniz. Sure. That'd be a good fight, actually. He's probably in like decent yeah, shape. Yeah, that's though, what I'm saying. So I think it'd be like a good, probably a fair fight. He's a, he's small, a lot yeah. smaller than Justin, okay. but he's probably in decent shape. Yeah. I'd go with it. All right. Or, or you could stick with the Kimbo Slice plan. Which uh, no, I'd, I'd rather fight Frank. Oh, you're ba- you're backing away from yeah. Kimbo Slice. Oh, here we go. Yeah. I'm wow. going after Malcolm. And Real Joel. tough guy. Maybe we should wear dresses on the next episode of this podcast. It's gonna be me and Malcolm in the middle of the ring, going one on one. There you go. Yeah, there we go. 
Great. Uh, I just thought of a good name for Kimbo Slice's sitcom. Yeah. It'd be like uh, Slice of Life. Well, arm. Well, damn it, that's so much better than mine. <laughs> I know. I was like, it's got to be Slice of Life. No, I was going to do like Arms Akimbo. You know, because it's kind of like. The, but what would the sitcom be about? No, he's he just always yeah. has his arms. Yeah. Over his. His, his, <laughs> that's way better. <laughs> arms Akimbo. Let's go for the most difficult pun that no one will understand. <laughs> People are like, let's make a pun of his last. Let's make a pun off of his name. No, no, not the easy name to make a pun out of Kimbo. Well, I always think Kimbo. I don't think Slice. It's his last name. You hear Kimbo, and everything else kind of just gets. It's true. It's true. If you hear Kimbo, you know it's Slice. If you hear Slice, it could be pizza. It could be bread. It could be anything. Could be anything. Yeah. <laughs> slice of Life is probably a show on the Food Network. <laughs> Uh, Jessica at Kentucky Daria writes, which athlete, any sport is most likely still a virgin? Someone actually on a team. So not Tim Tebow, Mason Plumley, <laughs> sticking with it. No, I don't know. Well, uh, which, I'm, which I'm, teams? Okay. I'm just trying to think who's the nerdiest who's like super Christian. Yeah. Cause that's like a big, there was that uh, player on the Lakers in the eighties who uh, was a virgin by choice. You should, you should read about him. It's really interesting. Cause like the Lakers in the eighties were just like, yeah, yeah, I mean. obviously it'd be like me on a sports team where like I don't yeah. drink and people would be like, what the hell? Yeah. But th- so this guy was just like, just did not have sex before marriage. And so like, he's an LA Laker. I forget. Like, I think it was, I forget his last name, right. but uh, he somehow pulled it off. So well, he doesn't have HIV. Yeah, so. well, there's that. Yeah. I'm gonna say uh, Mark Messier. This late in life, still <laughs> he hasn't quite dabbled. Oh man, those Edmonton teams though, and it's Edmonton. He was rolling for sure. Well, I know one thing's for sure. He definitely got lays. <laughs> oh boy. He's, uh, for those of you who don't know, Mark Messier was the <laughs> spokesperson for lays. How can anyone not know? Well, a lot of our American <laughs> yeah, exactly. Listeners. Those ads were in the states. Are they? Yes. Whoa. I guarantee. Okay, this is the most upset Justin's ever been. I about guarantee. Anything. He was uh, like a famous New York Ranger. I guarantee more than a third of our listeners don't know who Mark Messier is. I, yeah. All right. Yeah. Sure. I agree. I agree. Uh, I also think your pun was very messy. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't named a player though. Um, it really missed the mark. I got. <laughs> God damn it! Uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to think of like. I don't know. Uh, is there like a darts? There's no like team darts. No, those team darts guys darts. probably actually. Yeah, they crush. Yeah. Yeah, they crush for oh, sure. Fuck. Pro bowler uh, maybe. No, Pete Weber's. You've seen his wife. She's given it up. On maybe the like uh, like a murder ball guy. Just out of like, no, I think they bang. <laughs> Why is your default to go to the wheelchair always? Yeah. Okay, oh, no, just, there's got. Okay, let's. You look want up. Me to I fight you, a guy in a wheelchair? Have I, have I told you guys the story? But I might as go. Well, go for the wheelchair trifecta. Go I told for you guys a the blaze of glory. The stupidest and best party I've ever been to. No, it involves no. a guy in a wheelchair. I okay. thought you were gonna bring up that classic story from episode one of you seeing a homeless guy's asshole through the crack <laughs> in his wheelchair. Oh yeah, I can't believe you remember that. Yeah, I'm impressed. That's what I thought you were gonna go back to. Do you want me we, to tell the wheelchair story? We could just forego yeah, the, the rest of the no, mailbag. Sure. This Bleacher is, my, this is oh. my one good thing. I think. Okay. Almost. Uh, so this was back in third year at UVic and we moved into a new place and, uh, it was the first weekend of the year and everyone was back in Victoria and we decided to throw a big party. Uh, and our landlord, uh, lived downstairs and was like, he was trying to be like the cool landlord, you know, he's like, Hey guys, like, don't think of me as your landlord. Think of me as your friend, which was like the biggest mistake you could have made. (laughs) So we're like, okay, well we have like, uh, we can just do whatever we want. 
And so we, we threw a huge party and our, our buddy came up from Seattle and he brought his buddy uh, who happened to be in a wheelchair. We're like, okay, well, you know, we're upstairs in the house. So we had to like lift him up the stairs and everything, uh, which is no big deal. Uh, everyone starts getting drunk. Uh, he starts getting drunker than everyone else. And at this point we find out his nickname is Belligerent Buck. Uh, and he just turns into a huge asshole when he's drunk and he's like testing the limits, right? Because it's like, can you really get mad at this guy? Uh, like he's, he's in a wheelchair. Like what, what can we do here? Like he corners our, our friend who is gay and is lecturing him on why being gay is a sin and why it's wrong. Uh, and then he corners another one of our friends, starts calling her a slut. Like he's never met her before. And like her boyfriend comes out and is going to like sock this guy. And we're like, no dude, like don't punch him. Like he's in a wheelchair. Uh, he's like, I, I, there's some stuff I like actually don't know if I can say on the show because of like people I know will be listening. Anyway, I'll, uh, he, he fell down, uh, there were like two little steps into our living room and he was like backwards and he was like blackout drunk at this point. And he like flipped over backwards into the living room. And my friend and I were in there. We're like, we can't deal with this. We just like went to the next room. Uh, and like, cause we knew someone was going to come pick him up. We're not like jerks here or anything. And so then my other friend, uh, this French Canadian guy was like, you know what? Like we have to kind of deal with this guy cause he's just ruining the party for everyone. Uh, also he was like peeing in bags and just leaving the bags everywhere nice. around the party. As uh, you do. Yeah. Uh, We've all been there. Oh, no, of course. And so my buddy uh, was like, here, take this bong hit. And it was uh, a pure tobacco bong hit because his theory was like, oh, so just like knock him right out. So like six bong hits later, he's still not knocked out, but he's like spitting tobacco all over the floor. So like, well, this kind of backfired. Eventually, he just sort of like passes out and we're like, okay, we got to like get him down to the car to like sleep. And uh, as we're wheeling him down towards the stairs, he's like, fuck you guys. I can do it myself. And uh, tilts forward and slams into the railing and breaks his nose and is just like bleeding everywhere. And then we're carrying him down the stairs and he's like, I can do this myself and like falls down an entire flight of stairs. Uh, and again, there's, there's pee bags everywhere. Uh, so we put him in the back of the car. Uh, it's a couple hours later. It's, it's winding down. We're out at the front of the house. Uh, just like, whoa, that was a little weird, wasn't it? And then uh, we're obviously talking about him and we hear... Uh, these wheels coming around the side of the house and uh, this voice being like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? And it was my buddy who had like stolen his wheelchair just to like fuck with us. Nice. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, you know, like I said, the next morning, uh, there's just pee bags everywhere, broken glass everywhere. The landlord's like, we're never having any more parties ever again. And we're like, well, you've already kind of like given us, you know, like you've lost us at this point. Yeah. Uh, anyway, there were a lot of other things this guy did that like I actually probably, I can't talk about on the show. Uh, I'll tell you guys after. Uh, it involves like finger banging. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> so you just said it. Yeah. Yeah. He, he finger banged someone in the hallway outside my bedroom. He oh. tried to get in, but his chair was too wide. Ah. And so he couldn't fit in. He was like trying to like, and she was like sitting on his lap. And she and he was, had seen his behavior over the course of the evening and was like, break me off a piece of this guy. <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> and then he literally did break a piece of himself off. I will, I will say there's, there's a bit of a sequel to this uh, because uh, a couple years later, we were in a new house. Well, if his uh, wheelchair wheels needed some greasing, it could have been a squeakle. You never know. <laughs> well, that's Alvin that's, and the Chipmunks. Oh Please, my God. how dare you desecrate <laughs> such a movie franchise as Alvin and the Chipmunks? Well, okay, so anyway, uh, two, year, two years Speaking later. That, we should IMDB that. We should. Continue. Two years later, we're in a new house. We're having a party. Uh, another guy in a wheelchair comes over. It's a different guy, though. And one of our friends who 
wasn't there for this party but has heard the story so many times assumes that's the same guy As and like do. goes up to him and is like you motherfucker i can't believe you come back here what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you and it's just like some guy in a wheelchair wow uh who i think like died a couple months later too oh, okay shit. well that's not so relevant. yeah yeah well, now i feel bad about that squeakle joke well, Squeakle 2009 yeah. was when it came out. I just anyway, followed, followed by Chipwrecked. That was that's, uh, right. that's right. That was Stefan's wheelchair party story. All right. Yeah. Well, that was uh, that, that was, was an eye opener. Yeah. It wasn't very good. No. Uh, but it was fine. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, we got a few more mailbag questions here before we wrap up. This one comes to us from a uh, former guest on this program at Stace of Base. Uh, are you shitheads gonna turn heel and love Lucic when he's a Canuck next year? No. 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 <laughs> I mean, I hope he's not going to be one at all. Oh anyways. My but that God. would be a fitting waste of uh, the cap space they have. Okay, this, this is unbelievable. <laughs> Check in the, from yeah, Alvin, and the the Alvin and the Chipmunks. The Squeakwell. Oh, my God. This is. We may have to retire IMDb after this. Oh, God. Uh, this is from uh, Yago311, posted on December 23rd, 2012. So obviously in the Christmas spirit, uh, the title is Anti-Semite, brackets, <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Not trying to start a fuzz or a dissing something here. But I saw this movie the other night and I spot a scene that seemed like Nazi propaganda at its worst. When Alvin and Simon start fighting, Theodore visits the guy, don't remember his name, at his room and goes underneath the blankets. The guy farts and Theodore screams out loud, the gas chamber, the gas chamber, it burns. In the very next shot, Alvin is picking up his lunch at school with the female pink chipmunk. Then they fall down to the floor and everybody starts laughing. The camera shows this extremely blonde guy laughing out loud to the chipmunks, quite like mocking the fact from the previous scene where Theodore referenced the gas chamber. Did anyone else notice this? So then someone replied, Gas chamber reference farts is a common joke used in America. To which someone else replied, not only that, but the remark is Dutch oven. <laughs> Look it up on UrbanDictionary.com. It's not a reference to the Nazis. You thought the Dutch oven was a Holocaust reference? <laughs> he thought that him saying Dutch oven was a reference to the Holocaust. That yes, seems that like was a very uh, advanced uh, fart joke for a, a movie aimed at like five years. Called the so. Squeakquel. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we. Yeah, it's always that. important yeah. to know what what's going people... on in the IMDb message. Well, boards. that's uh, very enlightening. Yeah, I might be posting. You never know. That's true. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that'll do it for the mail. Yeah, bag. let's wrap it up. This episode's been too long. No yep. one cares anymore. Yep. Let's get to the final segment. Everybody's favorite segment because it means we're on the home stretch. The cherry on top of our cynical Sunday, where we pick the things we like from the world at large. One good thing. If a lot of people love each other, the world would be a better place to live. Gentlemen, what do you like this week? Uh, my one good thing is another tweet, because I've read a bunch of them, and they're all hilarious. I thought you were going to recommend a video game today. Oh, I, I well, can I do this tweet first? Yes. It's uh, from Deg, okay. very funny guy. Yep. And uh, you have to imagine this in an Arnold Schwarzenegger voice from Predator, uh, when he's, you know, when he's yelling at the Predator. Yeah. And so he's like, come on, fuck me, I'm here, suck me off now, blow me. <laughs> 
<laughs> but he's saying that to the predator. Yeah, yeah, it's a good. funny image. Uh, my one good thing this week is the video game Towerfall Ascension. Is that what it's called? Or Towerfall? It's just called Towerfall. I yeah. Think. But it's sort of like we played. Yeah, it's like a 16-bit like Smash Bros. style game, but with like archery sort of, and you're jumping on these plot. It's like a little platformer. Yeah, and it's really really fun. All of the character designs seem inspired by like classic Final Fantasy. Yeah, um, like a mage with like a big hat and glowy <laughs> eyes, and like you know they all have big hats. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. But really big hats. But yeah, we played for what like a couple hours. Yeah, and it's, uh, it was super fun. Yeah, it was it's really a lot fun. of fun. Yeah. Good party game. Uh, I'm going to look up the name just to be 100% sure. It's called Towerfall. Mm. It is Towerfall Ascension. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I was kind of, well, I wasn't sure because I was like, there's Fall and Ascend in the same name. But yeah, I it's guess a backwards name. You are jumping up and down a lot. And so. it's one of those yeah. cheap games you can get from like the marketplace. Oh, it's or like whatever. 12 bucks, I think. Yeah. It's, it's well worth it. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. It's not quite on the level of uh, of a Rocket League, but no, but it's it's almost up there. nothing is. It's there. There aren't very many good couch multiplayer games nowadays, other than like sports games, and this yeah. is this is one of them for sure. Yeah, yeah, I true. like it. Um, I'm also recommending a game this week, but mine is of the board variety. Ooh, uh, yeah, I'm a I'm a big board gamer, and I don't think I've ever recommended one on the podcast, but uh, this one I actually got into through uh, the iOS app for it, which is also very good. It's called Small World. Um, it's, uh, yeah, Stefan is agreeing with yeah. me. It is a great game. I've been playing it a ton on my iPad, uh, but it's also a great board game as well. Basically, uh, you, you, it's kind of like an amped up version of risk almost, uh, but a f- much faster version of risk where you're trying to take over a world, uh, but you're using a race. Uh, of people uh so it's like trolls elves you know other fantastical creatures like that each of the races has a special power and then it's combined with a special power as well uh and basically you compete to take over as much of the map as you can in nine turns uh super fun game uh every game is different because the powers and the races get mixed up so you never have the same game twice where the same uh races are available a lot of strategy one of those games easy to pick up difficult to master super fun and the app is amazing very very well done uh, so yeah, so check it out if you want on your iPad, Small World 2 on your iPad, or the board game, Small World. And I will recommend, I feel like I've talked about wrestling too much on this episode already. <laughs> you have. <laughs> so I'm not going to recommend uh, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Sami Zayn from uh, Take Yeah, because no one's going to on watch Friday. it anyway. But uh, if wrestling is your thing, or you just want to watch what will be probably the best match that happens in this entire year, maybe check that out. But I will recommend something that everyone can enjoy, that just like Shinsuke Nakamura versus Sami Zayn is full of uh, wonderful violence and, and some just uh, some real classic moments. It's a horror film. It's on Netflix. Wouldn't you know it? Anybody surprised that I'm picking a Netflix movie again no, this week? I'm not. Uh, well, going back to episode one, I think, I recommended The Guest mm-hmm. on our very first episode. Uh, that's directed by a gentleman by the name of Adam Wingard, and uh, he directed a film prior to The Guest called You're Next, and it's uh, kind of a horror slasher comedy. There's definitely comedic elements, but it's also an extremely gruesome like horror slasher film. Um, I, you know... I don't often enjoy horror movies because it seems like the one genre where people just make schlock and put it out there and it sucks. But because, like, you know, people just watch it anyways, it doesn't matter. Like, I guess there's bad movies in every single genre, but it seems like the the quotient 
of, of horror movies that are bad is higher than any other genre. Um, I'd say that or like romantic comedies. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But this is a great one. Uh, it's a lot of fun, and it uh, I, I, I strongly recommend it. It's uh, yeah, it's just very clever, very gruesome, and uh, had me on the edge of my seat for for most of the runtime. Once the real suspense kicks in, in about twenty minutes in, uh, it's called "You Are Next," and it is currently available on Netflix Canada along with uh, the guest, which I had previously recommended. Probably on available show. on Netflix uh, America. As Probably well. too. Yeah, Probably. I do. AKA I, the good Netflix. How long? How long would you say the movie was? It's about an hour and a half. So that's time you could have been editing the podcast instead, <laughs> but you were. Watching, the movie <laughs> Watching it with my girlfriend. Oh, fact. okay, yeah, yeah, so, that makes sense. Yeah. That's, yeah, and she liked it also. Weird. So. I'm, yeah, uh, that's, uh, I'm not into. But that. I did love. I I talked about <laughs> it on Twitter after I watched the movie, and some you guy did, who, yeah. who listens to the show was like, "Oh, you think that's good? You should see uh, the other movie that guy made, The Guest." I was like, "Buddy, why do you think I watched your next?" And he was like. Oh, uh, you know what? I think I only watched the guest because uh, you actually recommended it on the podcast. Yeah, wasn't it? So, I thought it was Bertovo, wasn't no, it? No, it wasn't. But I did love that somebody came back to me with, uh, with like, you should watch this movie that I only watched because you recommended it on the show. So that was fun. That You're was a, a nice taste maker, thing. Justin. I sure am. Yeah. And with that, that will do it for this week's episode. Our roommate is Chris Adam. Our interns. Our seat geek and Orion Junk promo code real good and real good show, respectively. Our <laughs> producer is Jessica Sands. I'm Justin Morissette. Stefan Hack. John Cullen. Be real. Be good. Be real good. Wheelchair. Wheelchair. Oh, oh shit! We fucking did it. Yes. Yes. Oh. Yes. That's the first time we ever did it legit. There we go. Oh! Well, I'm high-fiving more. The seat yeah. geek one was legit also. Well, well but, but everyone knew that was coming. They paid us. That one was a new... This is from the heart. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. I've never been more excited about anything in my life. <laughs> I'm, I'm stunned. Yeah. Like, we did it. We did it, everyone. Holy shit, guys. Episode 40. We fucking did it. It only took 40 episodes. <laughs> but we fucking did it. Nailed it. Nailed <laughs> it.